0: What's up, everyone? I'm Kristen Cavallari. And I'm Stephen Colletti. We're so excited to announce Dear Media's new podcast, Back to the Beach with Kristen and Stephen, where we'll revisit all of your favorite episodes of Laguna Beach, The Real Orange County, and unveil behind-the-scenes secrets, tea, and all sorts of new insight into this groundbreaking show. So join us every Tuesday. Available wherever you get your podcasts. I'm already feeling nostalgic. Hey, bestie. It's Cammy Crawford. Relationships are hard, and that's why I'm here. Think of me as your big sister slash audible BFF that you can always trust to give you the real tea. This is my show, Relationship, the advice podcast that covers all relationship topics, the good, the bad, and the straight up shitty. Need advice? Send your story to hello at relationshippod.com or DM me at relationship on IG and tune in every Friday for new episodes. Be sure to follow us and subscribe so you don't miss all the hot goss. And if you're loving the show, please leave us a review. Talk soon, bestie. Welcome back to the podcast. It's your girl, Cami Crawford. And I am reporting not live, but basically live. This is, I'm recording this on a Friday. It's Relationship Friday. The episode with Neve just dropped and this episode is dropping this week. So a week, a week out, like this is pretty fresh, y'all. Um, But I'm reporting from Gran Canaria, Spain. I am here filming a show. It's not Catfish, but I'm still doing Catfish, so don't get your panties in a bunch. I am here filming a show that I can't tell you about, but I can't wait to tell you about. There have been so many new developments in my life, you guys. And today I was at the gym, and I had just like one of those moments. You know when you have one of those hot girl moments where you finally can sit and be like, bitch, I'm so fucking proud of you. Like to yourself, you know, because people, I feel like, you know, I have an amazing group of friends. I have an incredible family. And like, obviously you guys who are constantly telling me how proud you are of me, of everything that I'm doing and like cheering me along. But I just like, I'm sure many of you have those moments where like you're, you're just hustling so hard and you're trying to get somewhere and there's so much that you want and your dreams are so big and like there, there's so many places that you want to be. I'm just now in the space where I'm like, wow, everything that I've ever wanted to be, I am everything that I've ever wanted to have. I have in this current space and I'm just so proud. And I feel like when you're when you're working as hard as we work, because, you know, every we are hardworking people listening to this podcast right now. But when you work as hard as you do and you're following a dream, especially if you're following your your passion and your dream, you never feel like you've gotten there. You know, you never feel like you've crossed that threshold or that like finish line. Like it just always feels like there's something more. There's some, some bigger goal that like you haven't gotten there yet, but you're on your way. But it constantly feels like you're on your way. And then you have people who you know, hit you up and they're like, oh my God, I'm so proud. Like you're, you're killing it. You're doing, and then I don't know if you guys are like me, let me know. But yeah, in the past, like today I'm I'm telling you, I had my, my revelation, but in the past I've been like, you have no idea how big my dreams are. And like, of course it's not, it's not like a doo-doo on the people who are rooting for you, but like, you have no idea what I, what I want to accomplish, what I feel like I can accomplish. I'm not even where I want to be yet. I'm not even where I'm going to be yet. Like, just wait, just watch. But obviously, thank you. But like, you know what I mean? So when you have those moments and you have them often, and then you finally get to that space and place where you're like, oh shit, like I'm there, I'm doing it. Remember to congratulate yourself. Remember to give yourself a pat on the back. Remember to just like relish in those moments. I struggle with that a lot. Because I feel like I'm always moving. I'm always like trying to get to the next thing, and it's a co- it's a real conscious effort on my part to actually sit and be in the moment and be like, "You're doing it. Like you're doing the damn thing." You know, regardless of what you see on social media, regardless of you know how far you think that I've gotten and or that I probably have been for the past how many years you've been following me. Like I too have those moments where I have to literally check in with myself and remind myself that I am doing the things that I've always wanted to do, that I am becoming the woman that I've always wanted to be, that I that I am there, that I have crossed that finish line or that threshold. And like, yeah, there are more goals. Of course, there's still shit that I want to do. I'm not saying that we're done because we're definitely not. But at the same time, like you can congratulate yourself and recognize the fact that you've gotten this far. And it doesn't even have to be like a huge feat. Like honestly, some days if you just got out of bed, like that's making it far. So just like check in with yourself today on this beautiful Friday and remind yourself that you are making strides. Even if they're not huge strides, they're not huge leaps, like every little bit counts towards your goals. Every little bit counts towards your mental health, whatever it is that you're doing every single thing that you could possibly do for yourself today and every day is a step in the right direction. So that's that's part 1. <laughs> I was not expecting to give a TED talk today, but you know, here we are. And yeah, I just had a moment today in the gym where I was like not even meditating cuz honestly, I like you guys, meditating gives me anxiety, but <laughs> don't ask me why like meditating and like baths like actually sitting in the bath gives me anxiety I don't like the things that are supposed to be the most relaxing no because my brain is moving a mile a minute and I can't but like today in the gym I was just like close my eyes I was stretching and I was just like wow bitch wow bitch like you really did that like you're really doing the things good for you and I had to stop myself from crying, because, like, obviously I was in public. Scorpio activity, not not the vibe. Like we don't we don't do that. We wait until we get into the shower and we can cry under the water, or we dive into the pool and can cry under the water, like, you know, the real water signs that we are at heart. But I just had that moment, and now I'm sitting here at my table in my suite, with a cup of tea in my robe, and I have a towel wrap on my head. And I just feel like, wow you know, and I'm recording this podcast and I'm talking to you guys like what could be better than this? You know, what could be better than this than this moment right now? So I just wanted to say that I just had to, you know, get that get that off because I know that there's somebody that needed to hear that today. So if I can be that person for you today, here you are. Here I am. Y'all the summer is here. Okay. And it is the perfect time for a drink. You know, the girls love a drink in the summertime. Okay. No matter what you're doing, if you're at brunch, if you're in the pool, if it's a bachelorette party, or if you're just alone, I want you guys to try smooge. Smooge hard smoothies are packed with real fruit and a hint of carbonation. They're gluten-free, dairy-free and vegan. And it's basically an adult smoothie in a can which is perfect for sipping out of your adult sippy cup if you have checked out the relationship merch. But you know, that's a whole total aside. Smooge is now available to ship across the U.S. and in stores across most major metros. And heart smoothies are like the new thing, you guys. It's a whole new category of alcohol invented by a super creative independent beverage company in Ann Arbor, Michigan. They're also really cute. Like I have a bunch of cans in my fridge right now and they look so cute just sitting in there, but you know, obviously they taste great. So you want to take one out and enjoy one, but you know, we love an aesthetic here. Now I know the girls love their hard seltzers, but the smoothie seltzer just has like this very refreshing taste of a smoothie, but with that nice little kick of a hard seltzer, they also have some yummy flavors. My favorites are the tropical trip and the pina colada. And I just love how simple the ingredients are. Like there's no fake flavorings or ambiguous natural flavors listed. It's literally real fruit, just as it says on the can. Visit drinksmooj.com, that's drink com to find Smooj near you. Or use code CAMI to get 15% off of an entire box of hard smoothies shipped straight to your doorstep. Now, this is just a reminder, you have to be over 21 to enjoy Smooj. So this is just for the grown girls, all right? So make sure you check it out and let me know if you love it as much as I do. Anyways, I'm in Spain for a month. By the way, Gran Canaria is like off the coast of Spain between like Spain and Morocco, like off to the side. And it's honestly an incredible experience. I can't wait to tell you guys all about it once I can, but I can't. So we're moving on. Okay, (laughs) so... Today, what I really wanted to talk to you guys about was something that I've touched on in the past on the podcast, but I talked about it with my therapist. Yes, I am still doing my therapy sessions, even on a plus eight hour time difference. I am eight hours ahead from LA and I've been doing my therapy sessions virtual since the beginning. So like that hasn't changed, but like the time difference, honey, it is, yeah, she's not cute. But anyway... So I had a, a session with my therapist just a few days ago and shout out to my therapist. <laughs> and we were talking about this very thing. So let's let's just get into it, shall we? So I talked about it on the podcast before how it sounds like kind of sort of like a pick me girl energy when I say this. But those who get it, get it. And God knows my heart. So I really don't give a fuck what anybody thinks. But I have noticed that in my relationships with men, more oftentimes than not, when I am hit on by a guy, it's not a hit on where, you know, a guy will approach somebody or, or a girl, whatever. I'm talking my experience, so binary sense, right? A guy will approach me or a guy will approach a girl and say, hey, like, I think you're beautiful. I'd love to get your number. I'd love to take you out to dinner. That's a normal way that people meet, right? That's a normal way that the sexes interact. For me, my experience that I have been experiencing for a very, very long time, I can remember the first time that it happened was like my freshman year of college. I experience men coming up to me and saying, you are my future wife. We're getting married. Give me your number. Like that, not like those words exactly, but they say, you are my future wife. I want to marry you. Like that—that that is the energy, right? And yeah, that sounds nice. But a bitch isn't married. (laughs) She's never been proposed to. Like, it's not, it hasn't happened yet, right? So what I'm unpacking from from this experience that I've had with them is that they say these things and they see me, and even my friends have gone through the same thing. We've been talking about it recently, but they see us as the end game. So, and I say that often to them. Like, he sees me as end game. He sees me as the goal like, this is the woman that I want. This type of woman. She is goal-driven. She's beautiful. She is about her shit. You know, she has sex appeal. She, you know, fucks good. All the things, like, all the things, right? And they'll look at us and be like, oh my God, like, this is what I want to spend my life with. She is the one. And then in the meantime, before getting to that end game, like, where's the effort where's the work there is none there's no like consistency it's just a matter of this is what i want at the end so in the meantime i'm just going to fuck it off and not not like worry about it because that that's the end goal anyway like so much projection for the future or forecasting as my therapist says so much forecasting for the future and no current Like, what the fuck are you doing right now? What are you doing right now? Because like the words are good. It sounds good. But like, what about right now, sir? You know what I'm saying? Like, is anybody going through this? Can anybody relate to this? This has been my experience. And in talking to my girlfriends about it, they're like, yo, I feel the same fucking way. Like, where's the effort? Where's the effort? It's really, really, really mind boggling to me. And like, I feel like I need to have some straight cis men on the podcast to discuss like what the fuck that is even about because it literally makes no sense to me at all and it has happened in my life over and over again and so in talking to my therapist about it this week she was telling me it was like she fucking put words into what I have been saying and thinking for a long time now she was like it is because these men foolishly, especially men who are not ready for a woman like you to come into their lives yet. And it's not like, oh, they're, they're below me or anything like that. No, just like a man who's not fully ready to dive in or doesn't know that he's fully ready to dive in. A man like that will look at you and think she's a wife, but she's a wife as a personality trait. Like that's her personality type. That is who she is as a person. She is a wife. She's not putting on, like, that's just who she is. She's naturally nurturing. She's naturally, you know, lovely and charismatic and, like, can also, you know, hold the fire to me and, like, keep me on my toes. Like, you know, all the things. She is a wife as her personality. And so she's always going to be that. So there is little to no sense of urgency in changing my behavior as a man because why would I? She's always going to be like that. And in their delusional, arrogant minds, she's always going to be there for me. Whether I get my shit together right now or not, she's always going to be that and she's always going to be there. Hopefully. Because that's how fucking delusional men are. Like, (laughs) it's really... It's so wild and out of pocket. Like, it really... It's it's baffling. It is baffling. And it is upsetting me and my homegirls. Like we're all we're all feeling the same things, right? But in that line of thinking, it's like, okay, so in the meantime, I don't have to rush. I don't have to get my shit together. I don't have to, you know, make moves every day. I don't have to call her every day. I don't have to check in on her every day. I don't have to plan dates all the time. I don't have to follow up. I don't have to be consistent. I don't have to do these things right now. I can still be selfish with my time. I can be selfish with myself and like what I want and like, you know, my work and like diving into my shit because I need to, and and also like, this isn't playing devil's advocate at all, but like, I feel like a lot of men, especially have this mind frame of like, nothing is ever going to be enough for them. Like they have that like provider mentality, at least, and this is very, I'm generalizing obviously, but like that provider mentality of like, I need to hustle, hustle, hustle and she'll understand. And I'll get back to her, but in the meantime, I got to do me. And like while I understand doing you, we all should be doing us. That's that should be a universal thing. We all should be doing us. If you are making it seem as though you have space and time for a relationship, but you don't have the consistency that it entails to uphold that relationship, then you're not ready for a fucking relationship. So stop saying that shit. <laughs> like stop keeping these women, me included, stop keeping us in the waiting wings. Like don't, don't be having us like sitting on fucking the back burner, waiting for your ass to get it together. That's not the fucking way that it's going to go down. Okay. At least not around here. I don't know about y'all, but I'm not doing it because guess what? there's always somebody else. There's always somebody else and there's always someone else who's ready to give it to you right now and doesn't need to wait and doesn't need to, you know, get their shit together. They're never going to have it together. You're never going to have it all together. That's never going to happen. I just talked about that at the beginning of the episode. You're never going to feel like you have completely made it all 100% of the way if you are somebody who is goal-driven and goal-oriented. Like, you're, you're just not. Until you do have it all, there's always going to be something that you want. And for these guys, I feel like that's a consistent theme. And when my therapist brought that to my attention of like being a wife, being your personality, it brought me back to the episode that we did where I had a very viral clip that went crazy on TikTok and Instagram everywhere. I'm sure you guys have seen it about me talking about not doing wifey shit anymore. And that was from an episode of the podcast, a solo episode. And it was polarizing for you know, the brokey brokes who would never be able to qualify for me anyway, which is beyond. But it was triggering for them because they were like, well, it was a lot of men in the comments. I actually talked about this on Drew off Wallace podcast too recently. The comment section, which if you have not seen it, please go on YouTube and watch our episode. I was kicking and I was actually there recording it, but like watching it, I was dying laughing. It was so fucking funny. I fucking love Drew. They were in the comments like, well, 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 if you're not doing wifey shit anymore, then we're not doing husband shit anymore. And it's like, bro, you were never doing husband shit from the jump. So continue to be consistent in that energy. You were never doing anything. <laughs> it was never going to be you. Like, relax. But then there were comments like, well, if you're not showing men, and there were these were from women too, actually. You know, a few pick-me girls and maybe some confused ones. So like, let me clear it up for you. They were like, if you're not showing men or like your future partner, or potential partner what you're capable of how will they know that you are wifey material if you're not showing them how will they know and like i guess that's a valid question in context of what i'm talking about this episode right now about being a wife being your personality type it's not even just who, your personality it's just it's just who you are as a person like when you are a healed loving beautiful person and i'm not talking about physical i'm talking about internal i'm talking about what you have to offer when you have it when you have it you know (laughs) like you just know you just know and yeah some people might say that that's cockiness whatever i say that it's full confidence in who i am as a woman and what it is that i provide in a relationship what it is that i provide to myself if i'm taking this fucking amazing good care of myself how do you think I am in a relationship? You think I just sit on my fucking ass? Calm down. Pipe the fuck down. Like, it's not, it's never been giving that. So you don't have to worry about it. Like, nobody was saying in that video, no more wifey shit. Like, don't do anything. Just sit and look pretty. Just sit and look nice. Because that's what, that's what a partner wants. Come the fuck on. Like, let's be real. Let's be real. And again, half of the guys that were in the comments telling me that I'll never, like they were like, well, you're you're never gonna, well, we're not doing husband shit and, and nobody's ever gonna wanna be with you and it's women like this that can never keep a man or can never get a man. Getting a man has never been my motherfucking problem. <laughs> Sorry. That's never been my issue, sir. Does not apply. Thank you. That's never been a, an issue for me. Getting a man has never been an issue for me. What is an issue is having those wifey qualities having what it takes to be endgame with somebody and them not being fully healed, ready, mature, whatever it may be to accept and love me for those qualities forever. Like being like, this is what I want forever. This is what I need forever. Like I love her because this is who she is and I want to appreciate that. Not even just love it, because of course, who wouldn't fucking love that? But like appreciate it and appreciate it so much that they're like, I never want to lose this. I am locking this shit down right now. That is actually the issue at hand, and that has nothing to do with me. This podcast is brought to you by Waterdrop, the new go-to hydration brand. Obviously, it's hot outside, you guys, so you know that hydrating is key to having a safe and fun summer. And, you know, also like so many other benefits, your skin, your immune system, all the things. But drinking enough water is super important, especially during summer, because it helps our bodies function properly and keeps our minds sharp. Not drinking enough water can lead to a number of annoying symptoms, loss of concentration, headaches, dizziness, etc. And we all know that you feel better when you're drinking enough water. But sometimes we need some encouragement. Waterdrop has the perfect solution that encourages you to drink more water, but in a sustainable way. Waterdrop is the solution to your hydration needs. Small and convenient effervescent cubes that add flavor, vitamins, and even caffeine to your water. Easy to use even when on the go. There's a huge variety of flavors from berry and fruity to citrusy and herbal. Drinking water becomes super easy and fun. Sometimes you just want that water that has that like just left the spa feeling. I don't know about you guys like that. You know, you know what I'm talking about. You, the girls know. Okay. Because the girls here are material girls and we love like a cucumbery water tasting moment. So you're going to get that with water drop. But what I also love about WaterDrop is that sustainability is core to their mission. But what I love about WaterDrop is that sustainability is core to their mission. And their packaging uses 98% less plastic and CO2 emissions than pre-bottled beverages. And they collaborate with the international organization Plastic Bank to have plastic bottles collected from the environment. Whether working from home or the office, in the car or at the gym, WaterDrop is honestly so easy to use. Just drop one of the micro drink cubes into your bottle, wait a few seconds, and bam, you've got a delicious drink that keeps you hydrated. Head to the Waterdrop website and get a special 15% discount for listeners of this podcast. Browse their large collection of micro drinks, glass and steel bottles, carafes, glasses, and more. So make sure you head to Waterdrop's website to get 15% off using the code CAMI. All right, we're hydrated, we're feeling good, we're taking care of ourselves, and we are getting back to this podcast. So I'm realizing more and more now, even just in getting a little bit older, which, you know, I'm only 29, I'll be 30 this year. But like, just thinking about that, like, when is that going to be my situation? And it's easy to sit around and like think and fantasize about like, who's going to be that person who's going to come in and be like, I see you and I appreciate you and I don't want to ever be without this, you know? Of course, like every girl thinks about it, myself included. And I have been happy being single. Like I'm enjoying being single. It's very, very fun. But I'm just noticing and realizing that like this is becoming a theme. And so then, you know, I'm a very solution based person. I don't like to sit around and like dwell on the situation and not come up with like what the fuck is the solution? Well, the solution is not to change who we are. Like that's not that's not it. I'm not going to harden myself or make myself, you know, not open to meeting people or not open to like, I'm not doing that. So the solution is not to close off because that's not my energy. And I'm not going to take myself out of my energy and my femininity to, I don't know, whatever the fuck it is to, to get a man. That's not, that's not what we're doing. So what is the solution? And like, I've been thinking about this over the past few days since that therapy session. And I feel that the solution is doing something different, which is different than what I have done in the past. So in the past, when I've had these situations where I feel like I'm not being appreciated for the energy that I bring, I still stick around. And I still leave myself open for conversation. I still leave myself open for, you know, just remaining re- approachable and understanding and, you know, shit that wives do <laughs> shit that wives do. And but that's that energy is reserved for the wives. Like when you lock me down when you're my husband, yeah, i I, I will let you approach me. <laughs> I will let you. I will allow you to approach me and to be understanding of you and we can have a dialogue. I'm not there yet. So in the meantime, in between time, this is what we're going to do. And I'm going to let you know this right fucking now, you men out there. If you think... <laughs> oh God. If you think for a millisecond that you are going to get the whole The entirety of my energy as a woman for you to half ass and behave in whatever ways that you want, you've got another motherfucking thing coming. You will not have access to me. It's that simple. We don't need to talk about it. We don't need to have a discussion. And you know what's funny? I was talking to six. We got to have six on the podcast. Y'all go. Everybody needs six in their lives. My trainer. And you know, we were talking about this very thing and he was like, he he made, he he made dropped so many fucking gems. I literally could have passed out. And I'm not going to share everything because when he comes on, like we'll talk about these things more in depth. But he made a great point, which was you don't need to hold a press conference to let someone know that the relationship between you and them is over. You can just move in that energy. You can just make your exit. You do, not need to, you do not need to explain when you've already explained multiple times to somebody how they've made you feel about something. You do not need to explain why you are no longer saving space for them in your mental or your physical or your schedule or whatever it may be. You can just be out. And sometimes that is the reality check that they need. So what I've recognized for myself, what it, again, back to the solution, what I've recognized for myself is that I have, I have not given men in my space or in my life in these, in these instances, in these romantic relationships, I have not given them that this is done because you cannot show up. Like I, I tend to give the benefit of the doubt and leave room for conversation Or even even in giving those press conferences, you know, you think like, oh, I'm going into this and this is going to be the last time I'm going to tell him this is (laughs) going to be the last time I'm going to tell him how I feel and I'm going to sit him down and I'm going to tell him this, that and the third and da 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 da. -da, And when he hears this, he's going to know it's over. Uh, Well, no, because the thing about a press conference is there is almost always a question and answer portion where you leave (laughs) you leave room for questions and or comments or concerns and the person talks back and they tell you their side of the story and everything that you knew to be true before you walked in. I'm not saying like you can't use, you know, normal fucking reasoning. And like, of course, like sometimes there are exceptions to this rule. But many times we go into these press conferences, as Sixo so eloquently put it, ready to be done. And then we are convinced otherwise or we're gaslighted into thinking otherwise. and. You know, all of a sudden we're not seeing things correctly and we're, we have the story wrong and that's not what they meant and that's not how they meant it. And, and the way that they've been behaving has an explanation and blah, blah, blah. Mm, Sometimes, especially in the beginning of, you know, the dating stages or in, you know, non committed relationships, you can cut that part out. Like you don't need to, you don't need to get an explanation. You don't need to say why. You don't need to, give an explanation, none of the above. You can just be out. That is also an option. And that way they will understand in order to have access to your energy, they have to be consistent and they have to be honest and they have to show you what it is that you deserve to be shown for you to unlock and give them the fullness of you and what it is that you bring to the table, period. And you know, it it has been something that I have been thinking about over and over again recently. And I just, I'm I'm really happy to have gotten to this point because I feel like I needed to. I feel like I needed to put words into what it is that I was thinking and feeling. So I was really feeling amazing after that therapy session because I was really like, wow, like now it all, it all makes sense. So yeah, that is (laughs) what I really wanted to talk about today. And I know somebody can relate. And, you know, so I just I had to get that one off, y'all, because your girl has been having thoughts. OK, she's been having thoughts and yeah, growth, right? OK, so of course, you guys you have written in with your questions and things that you are dealing with and going through and I want to help. So here we go. OK, this one says, girl, listen i've been hooking up with this guy for four and a half months consistently like every weekend girl he's a 31 year old single dad and he's really fun and into the things i like we vibe really well and the sex is amazing best sex i've ever had in the beginning he wanted to end things mm-hmm. oh. three days later man's is back purr <laughs> things continue and he tells me he wants to be friends with benefits to be honest cool with me but i did and do have feelings for him After talking about that homie starts to act different and say things to me that make me think that he has feelings for me too. How on earth do I work up the courage and just ask this man how he feels about me without fearing rejection? Honey listen you're gonna have to just fucking do it because what's gonna happen is because you guys are basically I mean if it's it doesn't really sound like just friends with benefits it can't be friends with benefits if you have feelings and he potentially does too like it's it's sounds like dating unless you're not actually going on dates and just hooking up it sounds like dating so before like literally do yourself a favor and before you go down this rabbit hole I understand that sometimes ignorance is bliss and like it's nice to not know because then you can just keep hooking up and like keep living freely you got to do yourself the solid and just ask him how he feels about you and does he see this actually going somewhere so I probably would just, you know, maybe before or after the next hookup, like, shit. Because I, here's how I feel about hooking up, right? And, you know, maybe it's just Scorpio control complex. But I feel like, you know, because recently I had a friend who hooked up with this guy. And afterwards, you know, I think he said something about, like, not wanting to be something or whatever. And she was like, he played me. I feel like I got played. And here's the key to not feeling like you ever got played. The key to feeling like you didn't get played after hooking up with somebody is only hooking up with people that you actually want to hook up with because at the end of the day, after you've hooked up, you got something out of it too. Sex is not just for his pleasure. It's also for yours. It should be. If it's not, then you don't need to be fucking that person, period. Like you don't need to be hooking up with them at all. So if you are also reaping the benefits of that interaction, you didn't get played. You got what you came for and now it's over. And now you can cut it off. Like plain and simple. But I'm not giving anybody the satisfaction or the control of thinking that they played me. No, you played yourself, boo. And that's that on that. Like that's it. So I feel like, you know, if you want to get one off one more time, hook up with him and then afterwards, which could scare him. He might think that like the sex is making her the sex is making her crazy. The sex is making her in love with me. Like relax. <laughs> They're so fucking delusional, it's actually hilarious, but maybe before whatever, like and if you guys have not been on an actual date in four and a half months, then this man only is seeing you as somebody that he's fucking, and that's it like that's that's also number one. But maybe if you're on a date or something like that, you bring up like, listen, I feel like my feelings for you i'm I'm at that point where i'm I'm developing feelings for you, and I just need to know if those feelings are safe with you and they're mutual with you or not. And if they're not, I need you to let me know. Plain and simple. Four and a half months is a long time. So I feel like you should be able to have these conversations by now. And, you know, there is that part where some guys, when things get serious, they run away or whatever. They run off because they're pussies. And that's just what it is. I, I don't know how to put it any other way. Sorry, which was just funny to say because pussies are so strong and like powerful and beautiful and like incredible and supernatural. But these are like whack pussies. (laughs) Men are whack pussies. They're not even like the they're not even the kind that like we have. They're just fucking whack. Anyway, this is a man hate podcast today. except for six we love him because he gives us he gives us the advice that we need but yeah i think i think you you just have to because but for you like this is for you when you ask him just remember that you're asking for yourself because if you don't and then four and a half more months go by and like now you think you guys are dating but in reality he's like fucking other people you are going to be so upset with yourself for not having asked the question so ask the question that's my advice. You know, besties, I like to describe myself as like the cool, rich auntie slash And what I love about that being me and who I am as a person is just being able to like express my individuality and express myself with my fashion and with my accessories. And that's why I am so excited about pair eyewear and the way you can explore who you want to be and who you can be with customizable prescription glasses. Now, Pear Eyewear has some really, really cute options, you guys. And speaking of like the cool auntie, the Wanda design that they have, that's like the base frame that they have. And they have it in like this cute pink clear color. I think that's what I have my eye on. Or I might just go for classic black. But you know, I love a cat eye. So these pairs from Pear Eyewear are just like very, very on brand for me. Pear Eyewear's base frame and magnetic top frame combination makes it easy to switch up your style. Base frame started just $60, including prescription lenses. Now, you know, we love to save. And a lot of these eyewear companies are just so expensive and like it shouldn't cost that much to be able to see. You know what I mean? Anyways, there are hundreds of top frame designs to match whatever base frame you choose. You can get started by choosing your base frame with options from square to the cat eye, my fave. And every frame comes in six different colorways, including classic black to the remixed blue tortoise. Then you can pick your top frames and build a collection to match your personality. So I don't even have to choose if I want the pink clear, or if I want the black, or if I want you know, crystal clear, I can have them all. And that's what I love. The ability to be able to switch it up whenever I want. For every pair purchased, Pair provides glasses and vision care for children all around the world. So not only are you seeing clearly, but you're actually doing good. Get glasses as unique as you are. One pair, infinite style, starting at just $60. Go to PairEyewear.com slash cami for 15% off of your first purchase. That's 15% off at P-A-I-R-Eyewear.com slash cami. All right. Are you seeing me clearly now, Bessie? All right. Let's get back to the podcast then. Here goes the next one. How young is too young? I'm 30 and recently got introduced to a guy who is 24 through mutual friends. He's really nice and makes me laugh, but in the back of my mind, I just keep thinking, but you're 24. I was so different when I was 24 than I am now. I guess I'm also just a bit apprehensive about what people might say or think. I feel like it would be less of a thing if it was a 30-year-old guy with a 24-year-old girl. I also have that added body clock. What if all goes wrong? And I'm starting again from scratch in my early to mid-30s. I also don't want to string him along if I'm not sure about it. Am I thinking too much into it? Help a gal out. Listen, everybody's different, right? So for me, i don't think that at 29 i could talk to a guy that's younger than me not even by a year but that is just me i also have friends and family members my cousin is married and her husband i think is like three years younger than her maybe i think and they're great and they have two kids and like it's beautiful and then i have other friends who have relationships with people who are younger than them and they're they're doing great so it really is personal preference And it's also maturity level. Like everybody's different. I tend to think that all guys are immature (laughs) for the most part. And like the younger they are, the worse. But that's just been my personal experience. So this guy could be showing you something different. And if he is and he is seems like mature and like, you know, a decent human, like then there's nothing wrong with exploring it unless you're talking to anybody else right now, which if you are like good, you should be like you could still keep him in the rotation and you could still have fun like you you deserve to have a good time so if he thinks that you guys are like getting into a relationship or something that's a little bit different and you can let him know like to be honest the age gap does worry me and like see what he thinks about it too because some guys see dating an older woman <laughs> as if you're like 55 some guys see de- dating an older woman as like a notch on their on their belt or whatever And some just like relate more to older women because the girls that are their age are worried about things that they're just not concerned about. So everyone is different. And I can't say with certainty that you should move one way or another, but I think open up the conversation to it and see what he thinks. And at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter what anybody else thinks. It matters that you are getting what you need and the fullness of what it is that you need and deserve out of that relationship. So whether he's 24 or 34, like you just need to make sure that you are happy and getting what it is that you deserve. Okay, that's my advice. Sips tea. Okay, let's see. Here we go. Cami. I need some real ass advice. I met someone online and found out that they were recently divorced, like just filed for divorce, even though they had been separated for a while. He admits that a part of the reason that the marriage failed is because he cheated Do you think that people can change? Or is it once a cheater, always a cheater? Also, how soon is too soon for someone to be truly ready for a relationship? I really like this guy, but I am being very cautious and guarded because of what he's told me. But he has been super open at acknowledging of his faults and areas he's messed up in past relationships. This is a good one. I was actually just talking about this yesterday on the show that I'm working on. But there's no parameters or timeline on how soon someone should be ready to date after a relationship has ended. I've had relationships where I've dated immediately after and now in my singleness I've made a decision that I want to be single for at least a year before I get into any serious relationship but that's literally just for myself just to see if I can do it because of the fact that like I tend to get picked up so quickly and I've never felt like I didn't heal or move on because in any relationship, like you should be healing your shit as you're in the relationship, you know? So there's no timeline, in my opinion, on when a relationship ends and how soon you should jump into a new one or get into a new one, whatever. It really is up to you as a person. Are you healing? Are you in therapy? Like, are you working on yourself? Are you doing all the things that you should be doing? Are, have you listened to what your ex partner said to you? And things that, you know, weren't so great, like so that you can be better for your next relationship. That's important. But as far as the cheating aspect of it, the thing about relationships is that like no relationship is fucking perfect and you don't know what they went through in their last relationship. And um, unless he's told you, but like there's two sides to every story and then there's a the truth. I'm sure if you asked his ex-wife, she might have a different story as to what was going on in their relationship when the cheating happened obviously cheating is horrible. Like it doesn't make anybody feel good and you shouldn't do it, but people do and people have different reasons for it, you know? And that's not to make excuses for shitty behavior because if you're in a relationship and the boundaries of your relationship is that you're not having relations outside of that relationship, then you're fucking up. Like it's wrong. So, but do I think once a cheater, always a cheater in some cases, if the person is like a chronic cheater, if you told me that he's cheated in all of his past relationships, then yeah, he's just a fucking cheater. And he doesn't need to be like in any kind of monogamous committed relationship. But if this is a situation where, you know, something happened, who knows what fucking happened. You can come up with a million scenarios. And he found himself in the arms of someone else because he was having a Whatever they were having, who who knows? Who knows? Then I can't say once a cheater, always a cheater. I think people are redeemable for a lot of things. I think that people can, yeah, you can you can offer someone redemption for something that they've done because all of us have done things in the past that we're not completely proud of in our relationships. So. I don't know. Of course, like same here. If I was dating somebody and they told me that that's why they, their marriage ended because of cheating, I also would have, you know, my reservations about it. But at the end of the day, like it, there's so many different factors. Now, this isn't even about him. It's not about his, his for, ex-wife or whatever. Like it's not even about them. It's about you. And if you are comfortable. Are you comfortable with the fact that this person has the capacity for cheating and has done in the past? Are you comfortable with the fact that this person has just recently filed for divorce even though they were separated for a minute like are you okay with it? Because if you're not going to be at peace with his situation, then I wouldn't I wouldn't bother because that's what's most important. Like if you're constantly going to be in fear that he's going to cheat on you or that he might still have feelings for his ex-wife or whatever, like I would pass because who the fuck wants to deal with that kind of emotions going on all the time and like second guessing. But if you feel like he is doing the things to change and you feel like he has been really open and honest with you about his experience, then, you know, there's nothing wrong with getting to know this person. Like if you just recently met, you can get to know them and see where it goes, and, you know, move from there, but it really is up to you, I feel like I've said that almost to every single thing that you guys have asked me today, <laughs> but, like, it, it, it's up to you, it's, it's on you to decide what it is that you are comfortable with, and what you're not, and, you know, he can always prove it to you, and he should, so, yeah, anyways, guys, I think that's all for today, I need to get dressed, I have to go to set, And that's that. But I am going to leave you with this. I just want for you guys to go into your weekend feeling confident and as incredible as you are, not allowing anybody to take that away from you. I don't care who the fuck they are. I don't care if they haven't texted you back. I don't care if they haven't called you in a while. I don't care if, you know, they broke up with you. Whatever it is, I don't care. Like, you are a fucking bad bitch and you deserve to be happy and you are doing all the things that you've always wanted to do and I am proud of you and whatever it is that you're going through just know been there done that okay got my t-shirt I'm also with you (laughs) we've all we've all been there and you know that's why we're here at relationship that's why we're here this is like a fireside chat right all right love you guys so much and I will see you next week